0: I'm Christina May, the online pastor at World Harvest Church in Enid, Oklahoma. You're about to hear a spirit-filled message from our pastor. So grab your Bible, and if you're a coffee lover like me, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready for a personal word that God has for you today. I want us to look one more time at the Christmas story here in Luke, chapter 2. Reading through quite a few verses here, this would be the story that many of y'all will read there on Friday, probably with your family. But again, just to remind us of the good news that was proclaimed that first Christmas night, let's look at it. Luke chapter 2, verse 1. At the time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Kawyrenius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph, was a descendant of King David. He had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth to Galilee. Verse 5 says, He took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant. Any of you ladies remember being obviously pregnant, very pregnant? I love the John Chris video we saw there this morning. Verse 6, And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger. Because there was no lodging available for them. Verse 8. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them. And the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. Verse 10. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. Come on, somebody say that with me. Say, don't be afraid. But he went on and said this. He said, I bring you good news. Somebody say good news today. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to how many people? All people. Verse 11 The Savior, yes, the Messiah of the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. Verse 12, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, verse 14, everybody read it with me, glory to God in highest heaven, peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. I love every time I read the Christmas story how God speaks different things to me. And for me, this has been a year that I've seen some things in the Christmas story that, to be honest with you, I just kind of glanced over before. You know, I love that part, uh, many parts, but where that angel shows up and says, I bring you good news, good news. Tammy and I, we did something last night that we haven't really sat down and done in quite a while because of our busy lives, but we happened to sit down and watch the evening news. And it wasn't just uh, the local news, it was the national news. After about 20 minutes of hearing the national news, Tammy looked at me and she said this. She said, You know what? If all of our church people are watching what we're watching and hearing what we're hearing right now, there's probably not going to be anybody in church tomorrow. Because <laughs> all we heard was negative news. Bad things are happening. The world's coming to an end. Europe's canceled Christmas, telling people, don't celebrate Christmas. I mean, I don't know about you, but how many of y'all know there is an abundance of bad news out there? Bad news out there. But I really believe that something the Lord is speaking to us here in this season that we're in, in the midst of all the bad news, in the midst of all the craziness, in the midst of all the chaos, Jesus is here. We've got some good news, amen? Anybody got some good news that they've had in this year? Here we are this Sunday, next Sunday, we're over with 2020, 2021 is around the corner. Anybody ready for a new year? Yeah, Yeah. we're all ready for a new year, but you know, in, in, in a year that's been filled with bad news, in a year that's been filled with disappointments, in a year that's been filled with a lot of frustrations, you know what, God has been in it all. Anybody relate to that? Anybody have something that you look back on your year and God's done some cool things in your life? I think back in March and that whenever we had to shut down, I mean, my whole world that I've known it for all these years as a pastor and uh, leading a church was all sudden shaken. But you know, is in the midst of that six-week period, listen to this, that we preached the gospel seven days a week in Uganda, Africa, and over that six-week period, we had over 25,000 people recorded that came to know Christ. In the midst of the bad, there was some good. Oh, come on, y'all ought to be a little more excited than you're showing me right now. In the midst of the craziness, when the world was falling apart, we had 16 confirmed 16 confirmed signs and wonders, blind eyes that literally opened, lame people that were walking. Come on, that was going on in the midst of a crisis. That is some good news, amen? You know, here we are at the end of the year. We baptized 17 people in our baptism. Take on a Sunday morning, 17 people have been baptized. We've had people that have started watching us online because of the the pandemic and they got saved. They came and they got baptized. I mean, I don't know about you, but that's pretty cool. God has been showing up in the midst of all the bad news. Last week, we gave 42 widows older single ladies, uh, single moms. We gave 42 ladies $150 in gift cards last week, man. That is cool. We paid for two widows, house payment for January. We paid one of our single ladies car payment for January. I don't know about you, but in the midst of all the bad, there's been some good. Come on, anybody with me here today? Anybody with me here today? Come on, I believe in the bad. I mean, we were told church was not essential, but I think we found out that church is essential. Come on now, anybody with me today? In the midst of all the bad, God is still there. He is still there, amen? And so I just wanna drop a couple of things in your heart real quick. What is the good news? The good news. I believe the good news that we're lacking in our world today, bottom line is this, that Jesus is with us. We are not alone. Reminded of when the angel showed up to Joseph in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23. An angel told Joseph this. He said, Look, the virgin will conceive a child, and she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Let me tell you, that's some good news today. In the midst of all this craziness that's going on, God is with us. Come on, in the midst of a messed up world right now, let me tell you, God is with us. You may not know what your future holds, but I can guarantee you, I know who holds your future. God is with us. I don't know what's gonna happen to your life financially, but let me guarantee you something. God is with us. He's with you. That's the best news of all. Think about it. God with us. You know, I've heard that phrase all my life but it's got a new meaning to me today. As I stand here in the midst of a world that's been turned upside down, everything that I was comfortable with now has been shaken. Do you have a revelation of God being with you today? In the midst of your trials, in the midst of your tribulations, in the midst of your challenges, let me tell you, God is with us. What does it mean for God to be with us? When God is with us, we have his presence, we have his power, and we have his passion which is his love, amen? We need to understand that in the midst of all the negative news that's going on in the midst of the mess, that God is with us. See, we're in the midst of a truth struggle right now. What is the truth? There's so many things out there that appear to be true. I can almost guarantee you, every one of y'all, y'all falling into the trap. You're talking to somebody and they have a viewpoint. And you're like, well, I read this on the internet. How many of y'all realize the internet's not the most reliable source of truth out there? Come on, we got people still fighting about mask and no mask. We still got people fighting about Democrat, Republican. We still got people upset about it, Trump or Biden. But let me tell you, I believe that there's a truth that is higher than any political party, that's, that's higher than any medical report. I believe there's a truth out there that's bigger than the chaos. Come on, I believe that there is a truth that we have got to embrace above all the other mess in this world. We gotta embrace Jesus Christ, the son of the most, the high God, the, the, our, our friend, our savior, amen? We've got Jesus Christ, He's the one that we can experience life with in the midst of crisis. My Bible tells me that we are the head, we're not the tail. Come on, we are above, we're not beneath. Come on, my Bible tells me I'm a victor in this life. I'm not a victim in Jesus' name. Come on, that's the truth. Jesus even said in John chapter 14, verse six, he says this, Jesus said, I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life. This is John 14, verse six. He says, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me is what Jesus says. Jesus, he is the good news. See, it's this time that we're in right now that in Jesus, with the relationship with him, we have peace. In a relationship with Jesus, come on, how many of y'all believe we got healing? I believe that Jesus, he is the same, what we read about in the Bible yesterday. I believe he's the same today, and I believe he's never gonna change. Come on, I don't know about you, but that's some good news. I believe that Jesus is a restorer. I I, I believe that he is a comfort giver. Come on, I believe that in the midst of chaos, he can bring peace, he can bring direction. It's whatever we need in our life. And so in this season that we're in right now, its Christmas season, but not just Christmas, but in this crazy times that we're living in. It, 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 it's so easy to say, but I just want you to hear me. It's not about the presence under the tree, but it's all about God's presence in our life. See, there are many that are hearing my voice right now. You're struggling. You're in a challenge right now. But I've got some good news. Good news is with Jesus in your life, he's gonna gonna walk with you. You know, there's times that Jesus keeps us out of the storm, but there's other times he just walks with us through the storms. I wish I could pick and choose my circumstances, my situation, how Jesus will show up, but I've learned this, that all I need is Jesus in my boat, in my life. And he's going to work it out however he wants to work it out. And it's always going to be okay. Seeing Jesus, I'm all right. It's okay. So in the midst of this craziness, we've got to remember, you know what? God is with me. Come on, everybody say God is with me. Just, just uh, let me share this with you. I heard a story years ago about an old farmer. It was one cold, dreary night blizzard was raging outside, he was all by himself, and he was really struggling with the whole concept that we're celebrating today, Christmas of Jesus Christ coming. As he sat there that cold night with the fire blazing, drinking his hot chocolate, he began to hear this sound at his window, and it was like something was hitting the window. It was something that was different from the storm that was raging outside. And so he quickly jumped out of his chair and he went over to the window there and looked to find out about that time. was another pop right against the window. And what he began to realize that there was uh, these birds that had lost their way in the snowstorm. And they saw this light there at the house and they, they was wanting inside. They was looking for safety, but they didn't realize the glass was there. And as he looked down on the snow on the ground, he actually seen several of the birds that had died after they'd hit the window. So he quickly thought, he said, you know, I've got this big barn out here. He said, if I could open up the barn doors and you know, it's heated inside that barn, maybe I can get the birds to come in and they can survive the storm. So he quickly ran out there, opened up the barn doors and had the light on. And he sat there at the entryway while the birds just was still lost in the storm. No matter how hard he tried, the birds wouldn't come into the barn. He was so frustrated and his heart really longed to save the birds. And he had this thought, he said, you know what? If I could just become a bird, I would fly into that, that flock of birds and I would tell them, follow me. Let me lead you to safety. Let me lead you to a place of comfort, a place where you'll be safe from the storm. And it was right then that he thought that, that he felt his, in his heart God say this, that's what I've done for you. I saw you in your mess. I saw you in your storm. On your own, you won't survive. God said, I sent Jesus who left the comfort of heaven to become what you are in your humanity to lead you to a place of safety. Let me tell you, that's the good news through all of our traditions that we have in the midst of all the bad news the good news is this, Jesus loves us and he's there beckoning us to come to safety whatever that looks like in your life Jesus is here it's a matter of simply just believing in the truth The absolute truth of Jesus. See, the things of this world will change, but Jesus will never change. There's things we think are true sometimes. Is it really true? I don't know. But this is all I know Jesus is good and He will never change. And in a relationship with Him, He'll always take care of us and we'll be safe. Will you believe that today? Father, I just, my heart just, I feel like that farmer there that's wanting to get the birds into a place of safety. Lord God, as as I'm speaking in these final few moments, Lord God, I know that there are many they are hearing my voice right now, they're hurting. Lord God, Father, we've got people that are watching online right now. Lord, they're dealing with COVID. Lord, we've got some people that are dealing with cancer. Lord God, Father, we've got some situations where lives are falling apart. Lord God, but Lord, I just sense you right now beckoning your people into that relationship, into that barn of safety, Lord God, into your place of your presence, Lord Jesus, that place where we can rest in peace, where we can experience your love, Lord God, Father. Where we can sense your power in our life, and Father God, I just want to release by your spirit right now, Lord God. Father, just your presence and your power and your passion, Lord God. Father, into those that are watching online right now, Lord God. Father, those that need a touch in their bodies, Lord God, I would just release your power, Lord God, through these airways, through the internet, through that camera, Lord God. Father God, we speak unto them right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we speak healing, Lord God. Father, we speak wholeness, Lord God. Father, we speak your power into their lives Lord God Father would you heal everything that needs to be healed correct everything that needs to be corrected Lord God Father we just thank you for for you the gift of you and let us ever be mindful of that let us not forget about your goodness today in Jesus name thanks again for listening we hope that this message inspires challenges and fuels you up to take a real Jesus to a real world if you'd like to connect with us in any way, please go to harvestinacom connect. Or if you'd like to learn more about us as a church, please go and check us out at harvestina.com. We can't wait to share another message with you next week.